Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. There's no purpose in teaching anybody who don't really want to learn, who really don't want to get to it. Everybody want to play entrepreneur. They don't want the sacrifice that come with the shit. Truly. Late nights, early Speak mornings. You're going to lose friends, lose girlfriends. Family going to call you crazy, not going to believe in you. Then you make it, and then everybody going to be like, I'm proud of you. Let me get some money. What I've realized that wealthy people understand mm-hmm. and people in general, it's the small concepts that you can apply to get wealthy. You don't gotta be super smart and gotta know all the intricacies of real estate or taxes or e-commerce or whatever, trucking, whatever it is. It's good if you wanna be rich in that business, but you don't need to know that. You don't need to know everything. You just need to know small, basic concepts. Mm -hmm. And one of the smallest basic concepts that anybody can understand is get money by income. Mm. Get money by more money. I woke up feeling wealthy today. My bank account might not agree, but hey, that shit on the way. Me and my niggas laying brick on top of brick till we straight. If you the type that play the victim, you can't come in my space. You know this game ain't for the weak, it's hard to carry this weight. I keep my balance through the ups and downs, I'm never gonna break. You feel the purpose in my spirit when you look in my face. Cause this ain't a second, I can waste something food on place. What's good with it, my wealth builders? It's your boy, David. One of the founders of the Black Wealth Renaissance. Y'all already know what time it is, man. Back with another installment of season five of the Black Wealth Renaissance podcast. Here with my brother, Jalen. How you living? I'm living great, man. I cannot complain, dog. Y'all know I'm sipping on my tequila. Got the reposado today. Feeling good, dog. Yeah, man. I, I'm in a dry period. Hey, man. You're chilling. I am respecting your decisions. I'm but not that, here to hey, influence you hey, that's cool. or anything like that. I appreciate that, brother. And like I told you the other day, man, just because I, I ain't drinking, that don't mean I don't expect people not to do that around me. I think that's childish. It's like, oh, I'm making a decision for myself. and Everybody got to do this around me. Man, shut the fuck up with that shit. Let people live their life. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Let's do this. You know what I'm saying? No, nah, man, but it's good. Happy. It's great to be uh, recording, ready for today's episode, man. This is another good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, looking forward to this. Had the pleasure of meeting this young lady that we got on the episode today a couple of weeks ago, and it's real organic, uh, organic in more way than one. Uh, but, <laughs> I like the, yeah, like yeah, the yeah. pun. Yeah, yeah, you already know. <laughs> um, a little organic, but uh, it's going to be another great one. But before we get into it, guys, got to have y'all know, Leave us that five-star rating and review. Need like, it. subscribe, rate, comment on whatever platform you're listening to on. And um, 
January 28th. This week. This week. If you're in Dallas or you know somebody in the area, let them know. They need to kickstart their year off the right way. 2023, this is your last chance to join us at the Kickstart 2023 Financial Symposium. Us and the Vision Lab Podcast, our guys Cuff and Mo, we put together something special for you all to help get the year started off the right way. We're going to have some dynamic speakers, some great topics, and we're going to be at a, a black-owned cigar bar, an illustrious black-owned cigar bar lounge. Let me correct myself. Yeah. Blowing Smoke Cigar Lounge. Um, it's going to be a good time, good vibes, great information. Get your tickets below in the show notes. But with that out the way, man, Jalen, as I was saying, excited for today's episode, man. I'm excited about another, this one, too. We finally got somebody back from the boot on this thing. Hey, I, you already know how it is, man. We love to get somebody from Louisiana on here. Who's doing some dope shit. Another pun. <laughs> yeah, crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, we just, it just comes out sometimes. Yeah, man. But no, I, but this is dope because it's been a very long time since we spoke to somebody in the cannabis industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's very always dope time, to man. get somebody who's from our state. It's close to home. Uh, she's a cannapreneur that's out here, a cannapreneur, serial entrepreneur, and an educator that's out here showing people how to take the legacy market and hop into the legal market so that we go. can start making money off this industry that has incarcerated a lot of the people in our community so that we can start turning this into wealth for us. So we have none other than the one and only Mother Earth. How you doing, Queen? How y'all doing, babies? Doing good, man. Thank you so much for coming on. I man, thank y'all it. for having me. This is exciting. I'm I'm even more excited now that I found out you was from Louisiana too. It's a party now. It is a party. It's, it's a, party. a big party. She about to start party. jigging soon. I we'll promise to God, I'm gonna get the shoulders moving. We'll give y'all that beat. Yeah, that I'm beat. <laughs> we ain't gonna do it. We I promise do it. you. <laughs> nah, but as Jalen was saying, thank you so much for joining us today. Um, very excited about getting into this episode and this topic. Um, before getting into, it, I would just love for you to introduce yourself to our audience for all those that's not familiar with you. Man, what's up, guys? Uh, for the ones who know me and for the ones who don't, I am Mother Earth, CEO of Mother Earth 999, which is a cannabis agency right now. Uh, we started off just doing um, food and different things like that, but now we've transitioned uh, through my four years of experience. Uh, we've transitioned into helping people do the same thing that I've done, which is um, go into the, the legal market. So we help them with their packaging. We help them with branding. We help them with product development, media, different things like that. So that way they can turn their legacy into the legal market as well. Love hmm. it. I love it. Yes, sir. And so just getting from the very root of it, when did you find your way into this industry and how did you get there? Man, honestly, um, <laughs> if I could be frank, man, I was tired of buying weed. That's just the honest to God truth. Like, that shit is high. You know what I'm saying? Especially if you want to smoke good, you know. Yeah, I know what I'm talking about. And you want to smoke on a consistent basis, you find yourself with a real bill, right? So I had a a bag one time, and it had a seed in there. So I was like, shit, I wonder if I could really do this. So I went and talked to my wife. I'm like, babe, you know, uh, I want to start growing weed. She was like, okay. Just, you know what I'm saying? Go do what you need to do and let's do it. Okay, so I was like, all right, bet. I got her support. It's, it's 100% now. So I went to the hydroponic store in Dallas, uh, and I went and got everything I needed. I didn't start the soil way. I went straight hydroponics. So I went and got my bucket, my water, my pH balance, you know what I'm saying, everything I needed, my rock wool, everything, right? So I grew a plant. 
And, you know, when you have a um, a cannabis seed, you have a 50% chance when you have that seed if it's a male or a female. And I got a bad bitch the first time. So I said, okay, God, I see it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so after I did that, I got a, I, I, I took it to a term. I cured it. I smoked it. I'm like, damn, I could really do this. And then, so after I finished trimming and all that, I had a lot of excess, like, uh, um, sugar leaves and trim and all that. So I'm like, I wonder what I could do with it. So I went to uh, Seven House, you know, shout out to the homie Seven. Uh, I went to his house and he had showed me this episode of um, Most Expensiveness, 2 Chains with Zarilla Bacon. Oh, and they was cooking that shit. Bro, she was $50 charging for a fucking wing. $20. Okay, I remember I it was so yeah, ridiculous. But it was high. So I'm like, bro, she charging $20 a wing? I'm in the wrong game. I'm doing the wrong thing. So I learned how to make, you know, can of butter. You feel what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so um, that kind of just led me to to where I am right now. Literally just my thirst for knowledge, uh, wanting to get out of this transition into just buying it to see what it really took to grow this actual plant. You know, so many of us, we smoke weed. We don't even know. Excuse me. We smoke cannabis. We don't even know where it come from motherfuckers never even seen a plant. They don't even know that it come from a seed for real. You know what I'm saying? You just, you don't know. So the, the beauty of that was to really fall in love with the process and to really have a real connection with the plant. So that's mm. how they started. So I, I kind of want to backtrack on some of that, right? It's like, you know, I got this, I got that. What the fuck what you were talking about with the hydroponics and all of that? I need you to, what, what do I need? Okay, so check this out. I'm not a grower, right? But I can tell you what I started with. So um, hydroponics is basically growing the plant, but in just water. Mm -hmm. So it's no soil, it's no anything, but you have to keep the pH of the water a certain way. You have to feed it the right type of nutrients. You have to let it breathe right a certain type of way, the right lighting. So I was a beginner. You know, of course, I didn't have a lot of money. So I went to the hydroponics store. You know, shout out to my boy Amos at the hydroponics store. He put me on game. I ain't seen my boy in three years, but I fuck with you. Um, he told me everything that I needed to grow a tomato plant, right? So if you want to go into the store and you don't want to say exactly what it is, you know, some people are not comfortable saying that they want to grow hemp or cannabis or anything like that. Just ask your local hydroponics man or your local soil man, how do you grow a tomato plant? And whatever he tell you how to do, you just take those same steps and you grow it with your, your cannabis plant tip of the day. Mm. But um, you need a bucket. Um, you need a, it's like a solar book. So it's like a, like this eight, it's like this eight gallon, like bucket circle around just like this. And it, it has a lid that goes on top of it, but the lid has like holes poked through. So that way when your, your, um, your plant gets the roots, it can seep through the holes and then get blessed with the water at the bottom of it. Right. So you need the same pump, um, that you would use for, um, uh, fish tank. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. you can get the air filtrating through the, um... When something happens to your kitchen, you might say... This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation... Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Mm -hmm. 
through the the water and things like that because that's the thing that's feeding the plant. You know what I'm saying? The the bubbles through the water. Mm-hmm. That's why it's called hydroponics the and things like that. Right. So you need that. You need rock wool, right? That's the thing that you put your seed into. So you have to germinate your seed, right? And so after you finish germinating your seed, which when you germinate, you're not doing nothing but popping the seed. You know, you're gonna take your Getting seed. It's actually. Yeah, get the, get the, the plants root. to come out of the seed. Yeah, you're going to pop it. You're gonna, you want to get your root. It's called a tail. You want to get your tail to come out of there. So normally how you would do that, you would just get some paper towels and you would dampen them just a little bit. and then you The would, bean thing from elementary, Come on, remember. man, listen, listen. They've been teaching us this whole time how to do it. We just ain't seen it. We just <laughs> ain't seen it. So you put, the, uh, you put your seed in your paper towel, put it in a little dark um, room, you know what I'm saying? Put it in a Ziploc bag so that way it can keep its moisture. Normally, I would put it under, like, a uh, my mattress or something like that or put it in, like, the, the pantry or something. And then you just let it pop, sit in there for, like, three to five days and, and let it pop. And once it pops, then you transfer it into your rock wall, right? And then once you put that in there, then you place that into the little bucket thing that I was telling you about. You put your seat, your, uh, uh, shit, I don't want to misquote, but I know it's little rocks at the bottom. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the, the name. The lava of it. rocks. No, 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 that's the not lava it. Rocks. But um, put the rocks at the bottom of it, and then now you got your system. You got to go get you some lights, uh, LED lights, HPS lights, or just regular lights if you ain't got no money. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to have a lot to start this process if you want to do like a closet grow, because it don't cost much to go get uh. You know, just a regular light from Walmart with a little dome and put a high uh, LED in there and just, uh, you know, put Shout it on top of plant. Man, listen, just make sure you don't get it too close so you don't burn your plant, you know, and just get your uh, get your marijuana grow Bible. Or you can go to MotherEarth999.com and get that free introduction into cannabis. And we show you how to do what you need to do, you know, because all you really need is just help and steps. And it's free. But, yeah, all you need is helps and uh, steps. Get your books, you know, watch YouTube videos, do whatever you need to do, and then you're on your way to being a farmer. So, what you about to ask? I was about to ask about the male versus female part, too. Okay. Female is what produces the flower. Yep. So, male, they just, just ain't shit. No, 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 definitely. Male is shit, for sure. So, male is what we need to pollinate. The female plant. So it's just like re- reproduction. You mm-hmm. need the male part of the plant to be able to pollinate the female plant to give it the uh, the flower for sure. Okay. Got yeah. you. So um, I kind of want to get more into the journey. So you said the first venture, once you've seen the video on Most Expensive, uh-huh. you were like, I'm in the wrong business. Yep. I started making the butter. Yep. And that led to you starting to do dinner parties, yep. right? So can we talk about that and like how that all came to be? Okay, so um, I'm from Louisiana for sure, um, and I tell people all the time, my hand is blessed by God. I mean that I can cook, and I mean I wasn't trying to do it. I never thought or saw myself cooking or anything like that. I just know how to cook, you know what I'm saying? So um, one day I was just like, man, I was sitting in seven house again, ironically, right? <laughs> it's crazy, and uh, I was like, man, I'm about to do this. For real, like, and he was like, let's be funny. We put out chicken and waffles right now. Come get them. Boy, it went dumb. I'm like, oh, my God. They for real? I'm about to show them. So we did crazy. You feel what I'm saying? Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) We did crazy with the chicken and waffles, right? So after we go crazy with the chicken and waffles, I'm like, man, the one thing about cannabis is it has a very, very, very terrible stigma on it. 
oh, you a piehead, you're not productive. Oh, weed is for drug dealers. Oh, weed is bad. Weed is this. The devil's lettuce. You know what I'm saying? No. I want to find a way to sexy it up. It got people that look just like you and me. You feel what I'm saying? They want to put on a suit and consume cannabis. They want to put on a suit and eat cannabis. They don't always want to feel rugged. They don't always want to feel like they had a fucking burning man. You know what I'm saying? Or like at Woodstock. <laughs> you be like, also hippie shit. Yeah, yeah people really want to have high-level conversations. They want to enjoy being, like, like yes, it's wine. Exactly, because that's how you can curate it. Certain types of cannabis pairs with different types of food. You can literally take people on a roller coaster ride of euphoria with that one plant, and people deserve a chance to get to know that. So that was my mindset. And so then from there, they just continued to grow. And I just started to become an, an authority in the space. And so from there, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to take this influence that I have, and I'm going to just go bigger. So we just started doing the, the bigger events. So we went from the dinner parties to we went to, I had this series called Let Me Holla At You. You know, that's, you know, that's my Monica. I always tell people, let me holla at you. So that was my event. Mother Earth Presents, let me holla at you. And in these events, we would have like 25 to 30 people. Oh, my God. But the people who were in that room could move and shake shit from left to right. Do you understand me? You feel what I'm saying? So when I seen that, I'm just like, ah, oh, we can't just keep doing the quaint ones because I'm getting big. I want to see the people. I want to touch the people. So then we started having festivals where I was taking vendors and I was taking food vendors and, and accessory vendors and just different shit like that. And then we just grew and grew and grew. And then shit, I'm right here. I'm right here. What's up? So the, the dinner party aspect of it, I just kind of want to talk about like Let's talk about cooking it. with cannabis. Okay. Song. So you started finding, you found out how to infuse it. Use, use the can of butter to cook. How does that work? So you you just have to find the base that you want to use. So cannabis binds real well with a fat. You can use butter. You can use coconut oil. You can use avocado oil, any kind of oil base that you want to use. And you just have to figure out how to infuse your butter. And how you do that is... um. Now, if you're buying if you're mm-hmm. buying weed cannabis from your local dealer, you're not gonna be a hundred percent sure because you do not know where it's coming from. But if you go into a dispensary and if you go into a shop and you know your percentage and you know everything you need, then your calculations could be a hundred percent right. So all you need to do is get you some flour, and then now you have to decarboxylate your flour. So when you get cannabis, cannabis standing still is THCA, right? In order to activate your cannabis, you have to burn it. You literally have to ignite it to turn it into active THC. A lot of people don't know that. They don't know anything. They don't. So in order for you to do that, you need to get you a pen, put some uh, foil paper on it, get you some flour. You know, if you, you can literally infuse something if you don't have a lot of cannabis. Like, you can do something with an eighth. You won't feel... The effects for real, but you can at least try if you want to get started and you don't have access to a lot of cannabis. But you just put your um, cannabis on a sheet. You make sure you grind it. I mean, you make sure you grind it up. Make sure that it's real fine so it can spread evenly throughout. And then most people have different temperatures. I like to put my oven on 225 and like to keep it in there for maybe like 25 to 30 minutes. You know, if you're in an apartment, I guarantee you it's going to smell. But if you know your neighbors and things like that, you do what you need to do. But if you're in your own home, you do as you please. And once you get it out, 
You feel what I'm saying? You have now decarboxylated your cannabis. So you've turned, you've activated it. Mm-hmm. So if you wanted to put, let's say you took a nug and you just threw it in there. Something's going to come, but it's not going to be nearly as much as it would have been had you activated it before because the heat is not going to burn properly if you've already put it in the oil. You got to heat it up on its own first. And then after you do that, like I say, you let it sit, and then you make sure you already have melted your butter, your coconut oil, whatever base you want to use, and then now you place your decarboxylated cannabis, you put it inside of your base. You let it sit, you let it steam, um, two hours, three hours, whatever you decide. After you get done, get you some cheesecloth. After you got your cheesecloth, make sure you put it on the surface where you have a bowl. Excuse me. Put it on the surface where you have a bowl or whether you either have a large cup and you strain it. And then once you strain it one time, that's when all the flour is going to pile up on top. After you do that, like pick it up like a, like a freaking cylinder. Mm-hmm. Tw- twist it up. Take your tongues. And twist that bag as hard as you can so you can Squeeze get everything out, out of it. Everything. Squeeze everything out that you can. And once you did that, make sure you get you some cheesecloth and you do it again. Strain it two times so you don't have no particles left in your uh, butter. And after you get done, put it in your cabinet, put it in your refrigerator, and use as you please. And you can just cook whatever with that. You can, Man, let me tell you something. You want some toast in the morning? You get up and put you some toast in the toaster. Get your butter out of it, out of the refrigerator. Slide you on there. You've had your first cannabis-infused meal for the day. Mm. Interesting. So with the dinner party, like, what what type of stuff? Like, I know Zarilla Baker, she was charging $20 for a wing, right? Mm-hmm. Was you able to charge them type of prices for doing dinners? Here, no. Because, of course, with the legalities of everything in, in Texas, no. But when I went out of town, I wouldn't leave my house for nothing less than 7500 7500 Yes, sir, to cook a dinner. Uh, so what what does a dinner look like? Is this a five-course, three-course? Man, it, whatever you want it. So it depends on how, it depends on how freaky you really want to get because we can, we can fuck it up, you know what I'm saying? So if you wanted to go, I'm talking about like five courses, six courses. If you wanted five entrees, if you wanted party foods, if you wanted some of the, I don't know, the wildest shit that you ever wanted, man, I was doing it. If you could afford me, I was doing it. You better believe that. Mm-hmm. You better believe that. So you, you move forward. Mm-hmm. After doing the dinner parties and stuff, what's next? Uh, you get into the the services where you're packaging and nope. what, products, what's next? Right? Nope, not even there. We go to the bigger events. So we go, we move from quaint, small, and intimate, and we move to large, just large and in charge. So then we start doing those. And that's what, what's large. What's a, what's the number when we thinking large? My first big event, we did 675 people. Jesus. Okay. Uh, that's, she, that's large video. She showed. Yeah. Me. It, they had last some, year, some we real did ignorance two, going like on. 2,500 revolving through. Yeah. Like one of them, it was a, no, the mortgage it. board. <laughs> yeah. No, you should have seen this this blunt. <laughs> you had eighty four grams in it. It was it was ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I thought I smoked some shit. Damn, you had eighty four grams in there. Yeah, yeah. I was just telling him I smoked some shit the other day that cost fifty four hundred dollars a pound. Get the fuck Six hundred dollars a zip. That's Get the crazy. Fuck out of I here. promise you. I promise you. Like the price. Who the fuck is buying that? People. This nigga Jayla got mad. He did get mad. He did get mad, dog. Hey, man. 
you better have your shit together if you buy weed like that, man. Because you can go grow that shit. Yeah, man, I'm telling you, they are, that's what they are doing. Like, because if you can get a shout out to my boy, Big Brian, me and him just had a conversation. He's from Vegas, 20 years in the game, big time grower and grew for like some of the top people. So right now, the best thing to do is like find a, a geneticist. So what he was saying is like, you know, you can you can build. I can't really speak on the genetics part of it, but I do know that once you have a genetic of your plant, which is that seed, that seed that you get, right? So people make the plants do it to cross. cross we on Punnett Square. Yeah, right to now. cross what they want to get that seed that they want. So you got to think about if you're paying your grower top dollar or your geneticist top dollar to produce this one seed for you, you're the only one in the world with that seed. So if you're getting your grower to grow it, you're the only one in the world with this strain. You got exclusivity to this one strain. So people are creating shit out of nowhere. You feel like what I'm saying? Khalifa and KK. Yeah. Like, I just went to Oklahoma, you know, shout out to my boys at Hempart. They got a freaking strain called Titty Sprinkles. You get what I'm saying? Like, come on, bro. They coming up with anything. Titty Sprinkles? They're, they're coming up with anything. They yeah. Just making stuff. That's dope. So, making stuff up. Dope. Um, <laughs> Y'all crazy. We'll but keep no, doing okay. that one, huh? So, I'm, uh, after the big events, when mm-hmm. did you start making that pivot? Because I, I just want to be clear, with the... With the events and everything else, this was still operating on the legacy market, as we we refer to it. Yeah. Whereas, like, okay, when did you make that pivot to legality? Legality, because like I know we we spoke about this off camera. Uh-huh. Um, in the state of Texas, where we currently are, marijuana. Um, outside of Delta we are not 9, in Texas, huh? <laughs> See, we are not in Texas <laughs> for this episode. We are not in Texas. <laughs> Nigga, whatever, nigga. <laughs> Delta 9, we don't know where the events are. I'm talking about where we currently are. Delta 9 and Delta 8 and CBD, like was a point, less than 0.3% THC is what they can sell here. Um, So with that, you made a pivot into the legal market, and now you have products on that side of things. When did you find a way into breaking into cannabis this way? Because I think too often we think like to get into the cannabis industry, we have to touch the flower. We have to be the person who is the grower or that. But I commend you because you found your way into it. And as uh, we alluded to with Hope on the first episode, in the gold rush, you're not the person searching for gold. You're the person selling the pickaxe. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really smart. So how'd you find your way into that? Man, you know what? I realized at one point that I didn't have a product, but I had a thing. You had a brand, but like, no product. You know what I'm saying? And so at that point, I realized that that I could only make a move or do something if I had an event, you know? So at that time, I knew that that, that was a problem. So I tried to come up with these products. So, I, man, hold on. I got one in my book. Sack. I'll show you. So I started with these right here. Damn, I know I brought it for show and tell. I feel crazy right now. Hold on. Oh, yeah, right here. Lip balms. So this was like the most simplest thing that I could think about, a cannabis-infused lip balm. So I started looking at, okay, bit. if you use coconut oil as a base, it's very versatile because coconut oil can be used in so many different things, hair products, skin care products, food. It's healthier. You can do whatever you want to do with it. 
So you can make a lip balm with coconut oil. You can make a pain salve with coconut oil. You can make a juice with tincture. So many different things that you can do, you know what I'm saying? So I realized that I didn't have a product, and I realized that I needed one. So I started coming up with, I had a lip balm, I had a pain salve, I had like four different flavored juices. I had pizzas. I had wings. I, whatever you could think about, bro. Listen, whatever you could think about, I was doing it because at that moment I was just, I was just hustling. I was just on the move, and so I realized that you could have an ancillary business. Ancillary means getting into the cannabis industry without having to touch the plant, meaning that anything that you do in regular life. If you're an accountant, if you're a lawyer, if you're a content creator, whatever you do in regular life, it can be transferred to the cannabis industry because we are still in its infancy, right? So I said, okay, I got that. I know how to do that. Let me find products that all I got to do is put a skew on that motherfucker and it just go. I was tired of always having to work for my money. You know what I'm saying? When I say work, I'm still working for my money, of course, but I mean like, putting a big-ass event together, getting all this shit, putting it on, staying there all night long, cleaning up at the end, doing all this type of stuff, when I could finally be making money in my sleep. And that's when I started to transfer into into the the, the legal market because, and I want to say this, when he say legacy, I wasn't per se in, in legacy uh, as far as like underground. I was, you could smoke at my event. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Which is not really legal, but they smoking at concerts. Mm-hmm. You feel yeah. what I'm saying? So I, I want to be clear about that, you know, legacy to legal. And shout out to uh, So and Reap, you know what I'm saying, down there in New Orleans who gave me the term legacy to legal when she called me one day and spoke life into me. So I just want to give her that back. But, um, yeah, so that's how it started. I knew that I needed a product. I knew that I needed to be sleep while somebody could still purchase something for me. And I just figured out how to do it. And so that's how we took that turn. Mm. What did it look like you getting this product into places where it could be purchased while you're sleeping? Having a good product. Like having, having like, uh, um, what are they called? I want to say tastings, but like product reviews and just different shit like that. Having a good product. And after having a good product, just connections. You know, the fact that, and not even tooting my own horn, but the fact that I am Mother Earth gets me in a lot of places that I wouldn't even, that my heart can't, you know what I'm saying? First of all, I thank God for that. But it gets me in the places that I wouldn't even dreamed of. And because I do have a good product and because my reputation does perceive and because I do good, good business, I do um, good business. If I ask to get in a store, you know, nine times out of ten, I could get in that store. And if I can't get in that store, then... I just uh I just put together a campaign where I send four of my homeboys and I be, and I I send them into the smoke shop and I they be like you ain't got the mother earth wraps why y'all ain't got smart. them wraps in here that's smart and then my other homie will go like what them wraps y'all ain't do y'all have the mother earth wraps and then my other homie will go then I send I send my wife in there at the end you know of course y'all don't have the mother earth wraps in here? oh okay now. Now everybody's looking for the Mother Earth wraps, the Mother Earth cones, the Mother Earth whatever I was selling at the time for sure. That's smart. What brand that was I heard had done that as well. It was a clothing brand. Okay. They had done that, uh, that, same, that same model. And I think that's real smart because you're creating your own demand. Uh-huh. It's like, and then whenever you have something like what you have, uh, would you please show the people your, your branding for the wraps, please? Come on now, yes, ma'am. So, 
this is something that's different, engaging, right? You're like, you see this on the shelf. It's like, okay, what's that? You want to grab? It's so inviting. And that's what I thought about when I go into the when I go into the smoke shop or if I go into the corner store, I don't see. First of all, shout out to my graphic designer because she's beautiful, and shout out to my sister because she drew her first, but my graphic designer brought her to life. She's beautiful. I've never seen anything like this on the shelf, and it makes me want to grab this. Mo- and I ain't just saying that because it's mine. Go to my website, you can see the reviews. This shit just make me want to. It's inviting. It's beautiful. It's just like what's inside this package. And we put prizes in here. You just never know what you'll get inside of a Mother Earth, you know, because it opens at the top, close it back up. We put prizes, all kind of shit in here. You just never know. Marketing is crazy for real. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, But the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What's good, my wealthy people? Are you a small business owner looking for funding to grow and expand your operations? Are you tired of all the business credit gurus promising big results and then under-delivering? Here at Black Wealth Renaissance, we understand the unique challenges Black business owners face when it comes to securing funding. And that's why we're excited to announce our partnership with you leverage capital to provide comprehensive funding solutions to black business owners our team of experts at the business credit suite have the knowledge and experience to help you find the right funding options for your business with the business credit suite you'll get access to a powerful software that walks you through the process step by step to guarantee that you're going to get the funding options that are best for your business. And on top of that, you're gonna have a team of dedicated agents to give personalized advice to you to help you grow your business. Visit blackwealthrenaissance.com funding today and take the first step in securing the funding that you need to grow your business and succeed as a black business owner. So you got the wraps, mm-hmm. you were able to create that product um, like the lip balm was the first, was that your first product? Was it my first product? Yep. yep. So how did you start manufacturing your own wraps? Like how does that part work? So basically what you have to do is, um, you really just have to research. Honestly, you got to research, you got to find people. You have to find your favorite brand to see who make them. You know what I'm saying? And then you reach out to them and then you really have to go with a certain quantity. Like, most of the shops that we were reaching out to, you had to buy at least 100,000 reps. You had to spend like 20,000, 30,000 with them just to be able to do that. So that's mm-hmm. that, like that's just what we did. We just ended up finding a brand and finding a rap that we liked. And we just ended up reaching out to their manufacturer and back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And we just ended up sealing a sealing the deal. Up. So it does take some liquid capital to invest. It's not like an Alibaba situation where I could be like drop shipping. Yeah, shit. I can go just uh, find a bunch of wraps on there and then have it white labeled. You got to go directly to a manufacturer. Now, I'm sure you can. I'm sure there are sites out there, but that's not what we wanted to do because you have to think about it. If you're going to that site, they're middlemaning it from somebody else. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want that my product to be touched more than a couple of times. Like if it was going to be touched, it need to be touched from their hands to mine. You know what I'm saying? So I'm pretty sure you can do that. That's just not the route that I went. But if you do, 
like I said, if you do want to start, my whole goal to for people in this industry, for minor everybody, but minorities uh, specifically and millennials as well, is to just help them transition into this market or just to help them find something. So that's why we did start the agency because we don't want people to have to go to an Alibaba and it's a terrible product. And now you can't send it back and you just spent all your money when you could just come here and we can literally walk you through from start to finish. I'm not trying to hide the information. Hell, I want you to come over here. You don't know how hard it is doing all this work over here because a lot of people don't understand or they're not really into it. So we want you to come and we want you to have an idea and have a product that you want to develop and we want to help you develop it. You know what I'm saying? So outside of you doing your own research, even if you want to come here and we do the research for you or give you our notes or what we know, we gladly do that for sure. How much did you doing the event help you find the right people to help you create your product? Uh, none. Not create my product. None. So, well, the reason why I was asking, like networking through your events, you didn't find anybody who was like, "Yeah, this is who I got my hemp wraps from." No. Nope. Hmm. Which is why I want to be to everybody else what I did not have. This industry is so new, and I'm not mad about that. People just don't know. Mm-hmm. And this industry is so new, you you just don't know. That's why you have to do the work. You have to do the research. You got to go to the conferences. You got to have those conversations. You know what I'm saying? You have to network, which is why we do have the events. We have fun at these events. Don't get me wrong, but I can guarantee you every vendor or every person who's ever came shot with me, they left there happy. You can check the resume. They left there happy because this is about networking. This is about growing your business outside of your own reach. This is about being in a room with like-minded individuals who who are on the same level as you or higher or below who need your help. Like there's every stepping stone inside these events because the one thing that this plant does is bring people together. That's and that's for, sure. that's for sure. That's for sure. This is a communal plant. I guarantee you that. That plant like chicken. Everybody <laughs> fuck with it, nigga. Yo. <laughs> wow. He crazy. I'm nigga said like saying. chicken. Everybody fuck with it. Hey, it's who, who don't fuck with chicken, nigga? Vegans. But okay, that's beside the point. Them niggas probably ate a chicken nugget once in their life. They might not fuck with chicken, but they chicken, <laughs> but they want imitation chicken. That is so true. So they still want that bird now. I seen that shit they was doing. They got motherfuckers taking mushrooms and shredding them up and putting yeah. them on a fake bone. like... Bro, just eat the fucking chicken. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna do all that? Just eat the damn bird, bro. You wildin'. But Mother Earth, yes. I don't, don't want to stray too far from the conversation. Now there is a new product that you recently got uh-huh. that I thought that was major. So you in a collaboration with a local business? Uh, can we talk about that? Like how that yeah. came to be and just the product itself. So it, I, I'm gonna let you explain it because I don't want to butcher it. So right now I have my two newest products on the market. Um, I did have the cones. I had the the Mother Earth Hem cones, but I didn't feel comfortable selling the product because I don't smoke cones. I like to roll up. I was about to say, damn, I need yeah. that. I'm so, a cone person. Yeah, I don't like them. So eventually they'll come back maybe if I want to smoke them, but I couldn't push a product with everything I had in me if every time somebody saw me I, was, I had a Diamond Swisher pack. But I'm telling y'all to go buy my yeah, cones. That, that's that's crazy. Like I don't believe in my own yeah, product. I don't want to smoke my own product, right? So I had to discontinue them, and that's how we got the cones. And so now every every product, um, everything that I've been doing for the last two years has been strictly ancillary. I haven't touched a plant. I've had these kind of products, you know what I'm saying? Like you can roll up in my product, my trays, my this, my merch, all that type of stuff. 
but this is my first enter into the the legal market with an actual cannabis based product. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So hold on, here we go. So I just did a, a collaboration with the Weed Spot, and we have uh, a Delta Nine THC hemp derived uh, mango syrup. So basically, the whole purpose of this is like, yes, you can double cup it. Yes, you can put it in your Sprite and put the motherfucking Jolly Ranchers in there and still feel like you're pulling up. But this is completely healthier. This is not no opioids. Nothing is killing you. This is the stuff that people need to drink. So we gave you a replica of your favorite pastime. Hmm. Here we go. Can I see that? Yes, sir. You get this to this nigga Salsa Walker so he can stop drinking that shit. <laughs> Fuck. Give me you know future. what's crazy? I, I actually cook for Sauce Walker. Really? Yeah, my Ooh, first, my you first person, <laughs> you the first person that I ever cooked for was Zero and Sauce Walker. That's hard. Yeah, in Lawton, Oklahoma. Yeah, I cooked for them, and That's I still hard. got the video of that boy eating my fucking fish and uh, shrimp. What that nigga said? <laughs> I know that nigga. Was I gotta show you. The I know video. that nigga I was talking that shit. shit feel crazy I know that mom. nigga was talking that shit. Oh my god! You ain't never had no chicken uh, wing, no fish. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. I ain't gonna lie, I fuck with Sauce Walker, man. Let me see this shit, dog. <laughs> he crazy. <laughs> this, this boy Jalen's out of pocket. But so with this product, right? Mm-hmm. You partnered up with the Weeds by a local business out here in Deep Ellum. Shout out to them. Um, and y'all got together with this. So did you make the extract? How did how did that come to be? So I actually um only twenty I, calories. Too. I haven't this is the first product that I've had that I haven't had to do anything. I didn't even have to get the freaking design made. Wow. It was just, I got the call. <clears throat> um, shout out to Miss April. Uh, April Watson, she's the owner, CEO, founder of the Weed Spot, you know. And it's not it's not just in Deep Ellum. They got them motherfuckers everywhere. Like, they, they growing, like, exponentially. Like, she in Houston right now. They got one in Denton, Bishop Arts, the Deep Ellum store, and they just opening up the motherfuckers all around. But me and her, we have a really close uh, relationship. Um, when it came to this industry, I met her like a year ago uh, through my boy Jose. You know what I'm saying? King's Trees. Me and him, we had a we have a real good relationship, and he's a grower for the weed spot. So he grows all their uh, their flower and things like that. And we met at my event, and so from there he introduced me to Miss April. Um, me and Miss April, we sat down, we met for the first time, and ever since that we clicked. And um. She's just someone that she, she's just someone who can actually show me myself personified. Cannabis is such a male dominated business that it's hard to find a a black woman that's that's doing it the way she's doing it at such a high level. And when I look at her, I'm like, you know, I'm only 28, so I know I got a life to live. You feel what I'm saying? So when I look at her, I'm like, damn. That's what this what I want to do. You feel what I'm saying? So from there, um, she just took a great liking to me. Really, really seeing what I'm building, seeing what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? And just where me and her, I asked. I was like, you know, I'm ready for to give me a product. And she was like, we can do whatever you want to do. And I'm like, big. I want to serve. You know what I'm saying? Because I used to have juices. So how crazy is it that now I can create my own juices? Again, but with my own product right now. You know what I'm saying? So um, I was like, I want a mango syrup. And she was like, big, we're going to get it done. Two weeks later, she called me. She was like, I'm sorry it took so long. I'm like, took so long? Lady, it's been two weeks. You feel what I'm saying? She was like, I'm sorry that the product took so long. She was like, but they putting it on the shelf. 
I'm like, damn, what you mean they putting it on? I'm like, no, 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 no. I was like, no, don't put it on the shelf. I never even seen it yet. Don't put it. So I called, uh, I, she was like, well, call DQ. So I called DQ. I'm like, bro, did y'all put it on the shelf? He was like, it's on the shelf, queen. I was like, fuck it. So we hurried down to the weed spot and we just took all the, the photos and everything that we needed to do to launch the product officially. But that's definitely, um, the newest product that I do have on the market and more to come for sure. More to come. What's up? What I learned from that story right there is the power of branding and your relationships. Oh yeah, for sure. So the brand that you've built Mm -hmm. and the relationships that you made from that brand led you to be able to create a product that you didn't have to get out the muscle. So it actually helped you get to the point where you achieved that goal when you first got into the ancillary side, right? Because you said your goal of getting into the ancillary side was to make money in your sleep. Yeah. And now, I don't know if there's any other way other than making it in your sleep. So nah. can we, like, with, with that, how does those type of deals work? Is it just like a a marketing deal? Do you market the product for her? Or what, how does that work? So basically, so my face is on the bottle, so that's our product. So basically what it what it was is that, she does she does it all. Um, she gets the product done and things like that. And, of course, I just do what I do best, which is sell the product. And then that's just kind of how we do we did it. And that's kind of where I started. Like I said, when I was making these products and putting them in stores and dispensary and things like that, me and my wife was sitting at, at my island pouring the, the lip balm into this, then wiping it off because you didn't got some excess on it then letting it dry because it needs to solidify, then putting a label on here, then putting it in the box, then driving it to the store, then putting it on the thing. That was a lot. And I did that for three years until I didn't have to anymore. So it just worked. It just worked like that. It was a perfect, this is the perfect combination. I got a real love, respect, and admiration for what Miss April doing. Anybody that know me know that I didn't been I didn't been met with so many deals and closed them and shut them down because I have to like the person that I'm doing business with. You can call me crazy. You can eat me up in the comments. You can do whatever, but I can't get money with a motherfucker that I do not like. I just cannot. Like that's just not who I am. You feel what I'm saying? But like I say, that I could see what she doing and identify with that. So I knew that this was a person, hey, man, I don't mind doing no business with her because she going to keep it real on her side. I'm going to keep it real on mine. And before we even got a product with each other, she <clears throat> bought my products to put in her store. She bought my wraps. She bought my cones. She bought my uh, my seasonings. Anything that I could have had in my store. What do you mean seasonings? Oh, man, I got, man, listen, that's, let me tell you something. When it comes to the Mother Earth 999 company, there's nothing that I don't have my face on. Not a bitch-ass thing. Not a product and not a not a nothing. She said not a bitch-ass thing. Not a nothing. <laughs> Can I try that syrup shit? Yeah, for sure. Do it right now. <laughs> Do it right now. Let's see what you... Now don't don't hit me with the wham bam. I, I, saw, I saw there's nine servings in there. I'm, I'm gonna just do your hair. <laughs> I'm gonna let you taste it. Yeah, that's that's it right there. That's no, you, I'm gonna just let you. There we go. Come on now, all this stuff you talking about? You smoking all that? I'm trying to see. I, I, need, I need to make sure we're right. Yeah, I'm trying to see what's going on. But no, this, this is a um, this is a Delta Nine product, right? Delta so Nine, like, yes. Delta what nine. is Delta Nine? Yeah. So hemp-derived Delta 9 is a cannabinoid within the cannabis plant, right? So Delta 9 is truly what we already smoke, but this one is just hemp-derived. 
You see what I'm saying? So you can basically have the same effects, just not as psychoactive. What's the difference between hemp and THC there? Hemp and THC is, man, essentially it's the same thing, right? But the, the difference is just the percentage and what happens when, when you smoke it. I so THC is anything over 0.3%. And hemp is anything that's under 0.3%. But it's truly the same thing. Like right now, they it's have... the potency. That's it. That's it. Just like CBD. When you smoke CBD, you're not smoking CBD to get high. You're smoking it for the medicinal effects. You know what I'm saying? So it's like all these cannabinoids, they... Come on, boy. It I'm trying stick. to tell you. I like it. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. All the cannabinoids, they just, they just work all in your favor. The government really just needed a way to separate that shit. So they separated it just like that. But, bro, it's different just... Different categories, Delta 8, hemp, all that. The plant is the plant. That the plant is the plant. The only difference that you you want to get zooted, you want to get high, so you want, regular, you want like Delta 9. But you can go get these same cannabinoids and get the same type of feeling without going to jail. Listen to me now. So, all right, for somebody that's interested in this industry... Mm -hmm. that would like to get started? What, what advice would you have for them, like getting started with creating their own product? Man, education. Education is key. You cannot and should not jump into the cannabis industry because you think you know you know weed. Man, this look like some gas right here. Oh, they got the, this, that shit. You don't know anything. <laughs> you don't know anything. <laughs> Fuck like, around and get the quiet line yeah, like these niggas. Like, oh, no. <laughs> education is key. How many people do you know who can get a sack or get a bag and swear to God that they smoking that gas, that pressure. That Zaza. I can tell you right now that there's a grower. Shout out to Jeremy Greens. There's a grower right now sitting in Austin, Texas that's growing some CBG. That if I brought it in here what? right now and I rolled it up for you, man, you would not know the difference. What if the fuck I, is CBG? It's just another cannabinoid. They just extracted what cannabinoids the out hey, of this Y'all niggas bullshit, Because extracting <laughs> cannabinoids... I these, it has over 100 something cannabinoids within the cannabis plant. And they're just steady looking for them, steady trying to find them. So they're steady extracting. So, like, different things activate different cannabinoids? Yeah, Is different that what you're things me? work for different reasons. Okay. So, like, like I said, THC is for your psychoactive. CBD is for your medicinal. Mm -hmm. THCO works for certain things. They have a THCV that works for like weight loss. People use that if they they're different cannabinoids Maybe for different things. You can things. smoke weed and get skinny. <laughs> Far fuck the munchies. I need that. This nigga here. That's what I'm saying. That's why. What is CBG though? What the fuck does that do? It's just another cannabinoid. I can't speak to what exactly this cannabinoid does because I don't know. For what's sure. that? What's what's his name again? CBG. No, the dude that's growing. Jeremy. Jeremy. I need to holler at your player. Yeah, I need to know what that is. Like he has beautiful flowers. And when I say his flower, he literally just won the the hemp cup. He has beautiful like flower. Ooh, he's growing. That's, that's fire. Yeah, he's growing. That shit, man. That shit look amazing. So it's just like. If I, if you want to get into this industry, the best thing that I can recommend you is just educate yourself. Take the time out to figure out what exactly this plant does, how it benefits people, how it helps medicinally, how it helps recreationally, what different strains go with what if you want to get into this field. Like, literally, just do some do freaking research. Gotcha. And on the product side, like the ancillary service side? Um, I guess our ancillary... Figure out what you do, what you do well, and market it to a cannabis business. 
the one thing that we need right now is if you can see all the disgruntled cannabis uh, owners and all that over Instagram, censorship. We can't run ads for real. We getting our page taken down. Freaking Burner had to go start a whole new social network called, uh, I think it's called Your Social Club. You know, and it's beautiful to be able to go in there and all you see is green. Just a field of green, you know? And it's like, I can understand that they do have people that's in the legacy market or in the underground market that wants to um, that wants to just sell weed or different things like that. But I guarantee you, and I'm telling you, the money that you are making right now underground, it ain't shit. It is not shit compared to what these people are making on top of the table legally. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. I want to say that again. Legally. Real shit. So when you want to get into the product, product side, find what you do well and market it into cannabis if you want to do ancillary. If you want to find the product, you can you can start off white labeling. You can find a company that you can white label through. If you do want to sell hemp products in the state of Texas, you have to get a retailer's license. Um, so you just go and get your retailer's license. I think it's like $150. If you want to make your own products, you got to get your consumable hemp license. So you just go and do that. It's, it's, a, it's your manufacturer's license. So you can't do one without the other. So you go get that. And then you just figure out now you can actually make a product and then... You know, you can sell it. After you do that, get you a skew. Get you a real skew, not that shit that they're making on Excel. You know what I'm saying? I think it's gs1.com, you know, whatever. I think it's like that. But you can go there and get you a skew, a skew number. After you get you a skew number, man, you in business. Make sure that you are a real business, though. And when I say real business, like most, make people, make people take us serious in the cannabis industry by legalizing ourselves. Getting ourselves an LLC, mm-hmm. getting ourselves our EIN number, our business bank account, things mm-hmm. like that. Now, if you if you're gonna now wait a minute, if you're gonna sell certain CBD products, there are certain banks that won't mess with you, and that's for real. I was about you're to ask you. You're gonna have to find merchants. You're gonna have to find credit unions or people like that who wanna or wanna take that risk on a cannabis business, depending on the certain products that you sell. For sure, that. But that's exactly how you start this shit. It's not hard. It's not easy. I mean, damn. <laughs> it's not hard, but it ain't easy. That's a fact. It's not. It's not hard, though. Like, you can do it, and you can do it today. It like, just take work. It just take work. I was just talking to my homeboy. Like, social media has has made us believe that we can get rich overnight, but they're taking out the hardest part of the equation, and that's the freaking work. You have to do the work and as long as you do the work, I promise you this flower, she will reward you. Mm. She will reward you. Mm. So to become a retailer and you know to have products, I know you said 150. Like what's what's the startup capital needed? Cause I know like to get licensed to actually sell flowers in different states, you need at least like a M, a backing and stuff like that, right? Recreationally. What, yeah, recreationally. We're in a hemp program. Texas, you you don't have you don't have to. It doesn't cost a lot of money for you to start it up. The one thing you need to do, you need to get your license. After you get your license, you need to find somebody who white labels. 
After you find somebody who white labels, now you got a product. Get you a graphic designer. Make sure that you're literally adhering to all the codes and the scopes that needs to be put on your bag to be sold. Make sure you have your COO, COA on your bag, which is your certificate of analysis, so people can see that this plant or this product has been properly tested and things like that. And then now you you good to go. You good to go. I'm telling you, like, all you have to do is do it. It's literally out there for the taking. And that's why we have this reason alone is why I created Mother Earth University. At first, I thought I was just, I didn't really think I was going to do something with the university until I realized that everybody who come to my events, they have a thirst for knowledge, but they don't even know what they're trying to get. So I'm going to break it down to you in ways that you can understand. And that's exactly what we did. We created programs, free, cheap, I don't know what people go going through, but courses are high, and they don't have to be. If you're offering value, valuable information, you don't have to sell them motherfucking courses high. You can sell them for a, a reasonable price and let the people get their information, and then, again, this plan will reward you. I haven't – I've gotten to where I am three things alone, my wife, God, and my ability to be able to find my way through this industry to get what I need and I want. You could do the same. Well, Mother Earth, I do appreciate you joining us on this episode. It's been insightful. Dope to learn about the cannabis industry Mm -hmm. some more and the ancillary services. All Um, the other cannabinoids I ain't even fucking know about. (laughs) And boy, Jalen gonna be on Google tonight. I mean, I knew about cannabinoids, but I ain't know they did with that deep. So it's it's deep. You got a cannabinoid system in your body. Yeah, your EC, your endocannabinoid system. You have receptors in your body that automatically, uh, that automatically connect with cannabis when you smoke. That's why this shit heals. That's why they had a medicinal effect. I know you was finna close me out and tell your story. I got my wisdom teeth pulled. So of course we got your wisdom teeth pulled. I haven't had a tolerance break. I haven't not smoked cannabis in maybe like four years. I got my wisdom teeth pulled. Never had. I never experienced fucking pain like that's the worst pain I ever had. I'm on my way to Oklahoma. I think it's my seventh day I haven't smoked. And you know you say you can't smoke a couple of days after this. I'm on my way to Oklahoma. We're going to a grow to, to tour it and different things like that. So we get to, we're on the way there. And I'm having, I'm saying, like, Fonzo. Fonzo, who is my my COO. Um, shout out to Fonzo. Um, I say, Fonzo, I'm, I had to pull, I'm about to throw up. He's like, man, I'm, I'm not going to lie. He's like, I think you need to smoke something. And I was like, fuck. What if I, you know, what it say, dry socking? Yeah. What if I get dry socking? I'm like, fuck it. I rolled the blunt so fast, literally two hits. Felt better. Two hits. I had never, man, I fe- I could have jumped over the moon. Like, I could have, <laughs> I could have jumped over the moon. I felt instantaneously my body got the medicine that it needed and the medicine that it deserved. And I just felt amazing. You feel what I'm saying? Like, this. This plant, this industry, is it's just a beautiful thing. Y'all come join me over here. What's come join plan? me in the cannabis industry. So where can they join you? Where can they follow you? Where can they tap in? So you can follow me mm-hmm. on uh, Instagram at Mother Earth. Everything you can follow me on, Mother Earth 999. My, you can follow my my personal page, Mother Earth 999, or my brand page, which is the Mother Earth 999 brand. You can go to my website, which is www.MotherEarth999.com. We have every tab that you need. My online dispensary is on there where we sell all the products that I just talked to you about just now. We have my shop where we got everything on there. Like, shit, you, I even got oven mitts. So just go on there and see. 
Uh, we got the university on there. Like I said, we have an introduction into cannabis course. We have a cooking with cannabis course. Um, we're teaching you how to how to become, you know, self-sustainable in this uh, in this industry. And we have the event tabs on there. We got different events and uh, things coming up. So y'all make sure that y'all subscribe um, to the website. Also, 420 is coming up. If anybody knows, y'all know one thing, Mother Earth, though, the biggest 420 festival this side of the Mississippi. This year we on 13 acres of land. This is going to be the biggest thing that you've ever seen in your mother fucking life so i guarantee you that you want to subscribe so you can stay up on that as well i think i gotta pull up to that y'all tickets on me don't even worry about it. everybody in the room y'all just come see just come see that's a bit pull up on me <laughs> <laughs> you gotta tell me twice <laughs> well mother earth again thank you so much for joining us um thank before we get up out of here we're gonna do a couple house cleaning items as always y'all make sure y'all leave us that five star rating and review it helps us grow the show and continue to get it out there to the people who need this information. If you found this episode insightful, make sure you let us know. If you didn't learn nothing and you just like happy that you can grow a plant now, hey, let us know too. Hit us in the DM. Don't, don't be putting yourself out here on yeah. no, platform, no platform. You know what I'm saying? Look, if you learned something valuable, you didn't learn nothing, just let us know. Let us know what you want to learn about. Um, if you did learn how to grow something and you see us on tour later, pass that shit. This nigga here. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, but um yeah. Oh, last thing before I let y'all go, January 28th, make sure y'all get y'all tickets. Uh, we're having our first event of the year here in Dallas. Gonna be at Blowing Smoke Cigar Lounge in DeSoto, go. Lancaster, Texas. Let me get that right. In Lancaster, um, all right off 35. Good time. Y'all good gotta people, be there. Good vibes, great information. You need to be there. If you don't, if you're not there, you really you're fucking up because you're still going through the same motions how you expect to get a different outcome for the year you still doing the same bullshit stop it come come fuck with us let's learn let's grow together let's plan out and let's execute see us on the 28th get them tickets link below it sounds like we should have a, a cannabis and financial literacy thing. That's what I heard. But, you know, Phoenix hey, closing the show. I'm with that. Phoenix closing the show. I'm with that. Phoenix <laughs> closing the show. How you learning and how your pockets. I'm with that shit. Yo. Well, look, y'all. Until next time, this is Blackwell Through the Sons. Signing out. Peace. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois.